Hey, welcome to the Level Up Girl podcast. We pray that today's message bless you. Let's level up, girl. Bless you, ladies. It is ladies' night once Hello. again. <laughs> it is ladies' night. Woo-woo. Hey, come on, somebody. We are so happy <laughs> to have you tonight here in your program, our program, Level Up Girl. <laughs> we are so happy that you can join us. Um, all those girls that are just hopping on, whether you're on Instagram or you are on Facebook, YouTube, Twitter, girls, go ahead and share this. This is going to be lit tonight. We have an awesome topic um, that we have prepared for you guys. So make sure you hit that share button. If you'd like to have a watch party, we ain't going to stop you. Come on. Um, you know, go ahead and, and invite somebody. Who, who should they invite, Bonnie? Everybody and their mama. Everybody and their mama. <laughs> she said it. That's right. So we are in season one, episode four. Ooh. I am your host, Pastor Lucy. And I'm your co-host, Fanny Plaza. Amen. So we are so happy to have you on um, your show, Level Up Girl. Uh, like we said, we are your host and your co-host for tonight. So go ahead and while they're joining in, go ahead and share so that we can have um, some women maybe that haven't experienced what Level Up Girl is, that they will be able to join us. For those of you that are on uh, Instagram, understand that it is limited. Um, so you might not be able to hear the end of the program. So go ahead. If you're on Instagram and you want to stay there for now, you can. If you want to jump on uh, maybe... Um, YouTube, you can go and look us up, Luz Hernandez Ministries. Um, that is in YouTube. Um, that way you can watch the whole thing through and be a part of this movement uh, that is called Level Up Girl. We are also in every uh, different platform that you hear your podcast, whether it's Google Play, Apple uh, Music, or Spotify, and any other place that you uh, listen to your podcast, that's where we are. You can look us up and subscribe. Uh, you want to give out some shout outs, Fanny? Um, let's take a look at who is in here. Uh, I just want to say hi. Hola a todos los que están conectados. Um, hello, every every lady that's connected right now. If you're a man, you might just want to sit next to your wife or <laughs> yes. um, if you're not married, your mom or whoever is na- near you. Um, definitely, this is something that they're going to want to hear. So um, I don't see anybody that I know on here right now, but we welcome you anyway. Yes. Um, hello, I see my sister Jasmine is on. Lorena, God bless you. Madeline. Yes, God bless, God bless you, you Pastor Madeline. Uh, ladies, we are so happy that you can join us. Um, there might be a few men out there also joining <laughs> us. If you have a sister or mother, uh, a stepmom, or maybe a mother-in-law, you want to Go ahead and share this live with them. You may do so. Uh, this is a podcast uh, uh, by women for women uh, where we talk about girl conversations and uh, things that happen to us women. Um, Level Up Girl uh, is a podcast that we came up with, right, Bonnie? Yes, ma'am. Um, Ooh. The purpose of oh, our podcast. Okay. Sorry, guys. I was a little distracted. <laughs> it's okay. The purpose of this podcast, for all of you who may, so for those of you who may be logged on for the first time, um, is to be to others what we needed. Um, we want to help build women up. We want to encourage and motivate women to be the best version of themselves that they can be. Um, I know that I needed that at one point, And I thank God that God was able to, you know, provide me with that person in my life. And so I definitely, um, motivate, want to motivate anybody in here, share this with somebody. I don't know if you need this. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know where you are, you know, um, but definitely share this with somebody because I know that it is going to be a blessing. Um, we've gotten so many testimonies. That's something that I wanted to mention. Yes. It is incredible. Like there's times that I even tear up with whatever you girls are sending me or even pastor Lucy, because you know, we get different people message, both of us. Um, but keep those coming because yes, that lets us wonderful. know. Yes. It lets us know that, you know, what God has, has, or is trying to do it through this, yeah. through this program is definitely working. And so um, we encourage you to definitely send those things in. Yes. Um, but the next thing, uh, the purpose of the podcast is to help you assess the damage, the damage, the damages done in your life or have been done or the ruins that you may be in right now. Mm. 
Um, and then to help you take action, to do something, move up and come up to level. And so this is what this podcast is about. Right. Because it's not enough to understand what is wrong. Uh, it's not enough to stay there. You also have to take action. So mm. that's why we're here to lock arms with you, to help you, encourage you and walk alongside you, to let you know that, yes, there may be ruins. There may be something that has been destroyed, burned down or maybe not working. But guess what? God has plans and he's going to help you along. As, as long as you decide to take action and get up. Yes. We want to continue to say hello to all those beautiful women that are joining us. Um, Stephanie, my she says, my mother-in-law is the host. That's <laughs> right. Uh, that That is me. And uh, Leanne, we have Stephanie Quinones. Demi, God bless you. Lorena and all those other beautiful women that are joining us. Go ahead. Keep on sharing, girls. We want to get into... Um, uh, to be able to share with mass uh, amount of women that are able to get encouraged, to get motivated. We said this from early on. This is not just a regular podcast. This is a movement of women that are tired of being tired yes. and are ready to take some action. I feel the power of Come that even on. just when I say that. Uh, because you know what? It takes us getting tired of being tired mm -hmm. and saying, you know what? This is my moment. This is the time. And I'm going to get up and I'm going to take action sister terry god bless you julissa god bless you thank you yes i cut my hair i'm feeling i'm feeling the short, cute. short haircut thank <laughs> you um ladies thank you so much for joining us we also want to give a big shout out to our faith squad i don't know where they at but if you are out there and you are part of the faith squad you better you better shout us out there and give us some uh, uh motivation amen you know, Pastor, what I what I was thinking for the Faith Squad, I need to get one of those little blow thingies. Woo, woo. Oh, that's right. That's right. <laughs> Maybe next time. Maybe next time we'll have like a little whistle or something for the Faith Squad. We're going to shout you out with a whistle. Come, Come on, on, somebody. <laughs> um, we're going to also be able to do a private Facebook page for those that have decided to commit to being uh, uh, in the Faith Squad. If you have said pastor or if you said Fani, i i want to be in the faith squad i want to commit for myself that i'm going to watch every tuesday at eight o'clock i'm gonna take notes i'm going to uh, embark in this journey of this mentorship program so that i can grow so that i can be the best me that i can be mm -hmm. if that's you and you've sent us a message we're going to invite you into a private facebook group uh where we're going to have some extra perks all right because if you commit to this we're going to have to give you some extra perks. Um, so we'll be uh, doing some newsletters. Uh, we'll be going on there live just for those uh, people that are going to be in the Faith Squad. It'll be a private group by invitation only. So if you want to be part of that group, send us a message when this is over so that we can take a tally, we can take your information, and we will be able to request you. That way you can go ahead and... Um, and accept the invitation. Some of the girls are, they already faith know that they're part of the faith squad. Ooh. Amen. So come on, somebody. If you're part of that faith squad, let us know so we can shout you out. Guys, we are so blessed to have you on this episode four of season one in Level Up Girl. Um, like she said, she went through uh, the purpose of this podcast. The podcast consists of four different segments. I'm going to go over them quickly. Uh, every time we begin the podcast, I want to let you know what the segments are. Amen. Uh, we have a, a, a young man here in Edio. We used to do real estate together. Amen. Go ahead and share us with your wife or your sister, your mother-in-law, somebody. Amen. Rocio, God bless you. Um, and uh, we just want to explain to you what the segments are so that you are not lost as we go through these segments. Every week, the segments will change with a different uh, entanglement or title, um, but it will be the same uh, segments or same structure. So the first uh, segment of the four segments we have is called entanglements. Entanglements are anything that has caught us up. Entanglements are things that get us stuck. Entanglements could be mindsets, can be relationships, can be uh, uh, friendships, mm -hmm. uh, can be jobs, can be uh, different things that we're doing that maybe doesn't let us grow or mm. keeps us stuck in the place that we are. That's what entanglements are. Amen. Praise the Lord. And then number two is called level up. Level up is asking you, motivating you to go ahead and change your perspective. Mm -hmm. Listen, we have been in a place, listen to this, in a place stuck for way too long. So this podcast, this movement is calling women from every walk of life to level up. 
come up to level. I love it when my husband says, Anivelate, chica. In other words, <laughs> get up to level. Amen. So I don't know where you are. I don't know what level you find yourself in. But wherever you are, we are calling you to level up. Amen. The next yeah. segment or third segment is called Word. Back in the day when you knew something was going on, you'd be like, word. <laughs> and so uh, it's a play on the word, which is the, the scripture, uh, where we are going to apply a biblical principle to whatever we're talking about. That way we take it back mm -hmm. to the word, because how many of you know you are what you eat mm. in the physical Come and on. you are what you eat in the spiritual. If you do not eat your word, in other words, if you're not in your word, you're not going to be able to make it through some of these things that we go through, these storms and deserts we go through in our life. And lastly, we go through uh, the last segment is called affirmations. That is when we declare the word of God, when we declare life. Uh, the Bible says uh, in Proverbs that uh, the life and death are in the power of our tongue. In other words, what you speak out of your mouth can become reality as a man thinketh so is he and when you think something it says that out of the abundance of your heart speaks your mouth if your if your heart is full of disaster your mouth is going to be speaking disaster but if your heart is full of you know what i'm free i'm gonna make it god is gonna make a way then you're gonna declare that Come so on. the end of that is affirmations and that is the four segments that we have so funny I don't know if the girls are ready for today's entanglement, but if you are, come on, make some noise where you are. This is ladies night. Yes. And so we're going to ask you to make some noise right where you are. Don't worry about looking crazy because they think we crazy anyway. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So if you make some noise, don't worry about people thinking you crazy. Um, but what is our entanglement tonight? Today's entanglement is, are y'all ready? The drum roll. <laughs> self worth uh oh how many are ready to speak on this today oh wow self-worth mm, that is a that's a hefty one it, it's a lot to cover on this one okay um we want to go ahead and do a two-part set uh segment on this okay so if uh, this is going to be insane i know that you are going to be blessed by it so you're gonna want to watch today and then the following week. okay so we'll do part one today yes. and part two next week lord willing so the word is self-worth yes mm. and so to go ahead and get into this who determines your self-worth oh lord mm. that's deep you got to think about that real quick moment of silence mm. who determines your self-worth wow does it come from your bank account come mm. on somebody does it come from your career mm. does it come from having a bunch of friends or a bunch of followers oh lord does it come from having uh, tons of likes on your instagram or your whatever social media platform you're wow. on hmm. does it come from your relationship with your mom your sister or your brother does it come from a romantic relationship or a marriage? Wow. Does it come from the things you have been through? Mm. I think that that's where most of us are stuck. <laughs> I think a lot of us see our self-worth and what we've been through. Mm. And that's why mainly many of us get stuck in those places. Jesus. Oh, my Lord. That is something. Uh, and, I, and I like that you posted it as questions because guess what? we all have to do some digging um from the beginning we said you know what well, we're going on this journey together in other words we ain't gonna sit here on a pedestal and say uh you know we're preaching a sermon to you because this is not about preaching a sermon um this is about coming together and going through these things and understanding you know what we need to understand we need to ask ourselves these questions where are we looking uh, uh, uh towards to find our self-worth where are you looking you know, where are you focusing on? Where are your eyes focused on? Because wherever your eyes are on or where you're focused, that's where you're going to find yourself worth. It's so easy to get caught up in the things of this world, Pastor. Oh, Lord. It's Come on. super easy, like, especially being on social media. And I know that this is something that you always speak on is that 
um, if you look at somebody's social social media life, you think that they have this perfect life because they only post what they want you to see. Oh, come on. Right? And a mm. lot of times when you're scrolling through your social media, you see these beautiful women, you know, females with the perfect lips and the perfect mm -hmm. bodies. And you're like, man, you look at yourself and you're like, you let I'm lacking. Yeah, mm. I'm lacking. Oh God. So, you know, you want to become like that person. And so you start making changes to yourself if you, you know, can afford it mm. or even people, people People even go broke to let me tell you like something this, right um but anyways going back to what i'm saying is we can look at the social media life and they portray or people can portray these perfect lives and we sit here and look at them and so a lot of times even social media causes us to to go through uh certain self-esteem issues mm, that's because right. We think that we're not up to par. Oh, that's right, good. That's good. Mm. And, I, and so we mm. have these facades. Oh, Lord. We come have on. these facades and we even do it ourselves. Speak that right? truth. Oh, come on. I, you know, I, 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 I suffer from having small lips, right? And <laughs> I look at my sisters and they posting these big pucker up lips. And I'm like, man, I, I need some uh, lip liner. I need some kind of tricks. I'm making these lips a little plumpier, you know, or maybe oh, they sell those lipsticks that they plump oh, yeah. up the lips for you, you know? Or what are those the, apples? Or the filters? <laughs> filters. Listen, let me tell you something. Just because you pastoring or you a minister doesn't mean that you 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 don't feel some type of way about different things that you see. We all have things that we gotta work on. And you know what? The person that tells you, "Oh, I'm good, girl." You know, you know, I don't I don't have none of that. They lying. Mm, they lying because you know what this is what the culture that we have yes. built up to, where we look at people and we're like, "Man, I'm I'm um." you know, I'm lacking here or yeah. I need this or maybe, man, that looks good. I wish I had that. Or man, I wish my husband took me out on, on right. those vacations. Look at those pictures. <laughs> yep. And, and, and she put no filter too. Did you believe that? <laughs> she said that that was all natural. And, and you're looking at the all natural and you're looking at yourself. You're like, man, this is too much natural. <laughs> you got to put some of this away. Or this ain't enough natural. <laughs> this, this ain't enough natural. This is too much natural. Listen, this is what we go through as women. And it's funny because you know what? This is just who we are and how we are. You know, we always want to measure up to the next best thing. Uh, and, and this is why I always have a problem. And this is off script. You know, I always have a problem with um, social media and also Hollywood and how they portray beauty, how they portray self-worth, how they portray value, because it's all about the physical. It's all about the fillers. You know, you, you not, I'm not hating on the Kardashians, but there's people that want to keep up with the Kardashians. Why do you think they've made so many millions of dollars? Mm -hmm. Because everybody wants to keep up with the Joneses. Everybody wants to keep up with the next best thing. If it's, you know, uh, um, I don't know, filler here, filler there, tuck here and tuck there. And it's always about trying to build a facade yeah. of, of something that is lacking on the inside. Mm. And you mm. know, you know, culture, if you're led by what the culture tells you is right, then you'll be one of these people, you know? And I'm not saying you should be super tapped out of culture, right? Because that's where we live. Where, exactly. Where is 2020? But um, I think that you you need to uh, um, tienes que desechar, and I don't know you have how to you let say, go of let go of the, the the negative things of the things that are not realistic. You know, I mean, there's things that yes, you can make realistic. If you want to go pay to get your lips done, you can go do it. I'm not saying right, don't we ain't do hating it. on that. Exactly, go do it if you got it like that. Go do it. But what I'm saying is that uh, as you are appreciate who you are and and going deeper your self-worth is not contingent on, on having plumpy you lips exactly. you know uh uh your self-worth doesn't come from your physical right, right? and we're going to go into a little deeper of what self-worth really is but you have to understand that because we live in a culture that is all about what i see physically mm. people might be a, a little bit more prone to say you know what i am i have worth because i i look physically beautiful mm -hmm. you know i have worth because i was able to get my nose done i have worth because i was able to get nipped and tucked here and there and when you base your self-worth off of physical girls when we when we start going down the hill you know in those in those uh, uh declining numbers or mm -hmm. you know those digits that are not that favorable i mean look if you had the millions j-lo has and she 50 and she still like she she looked Come like she's 30 you know, hey, if I had the millions, I'd be looking good too. But That's listen, right. 
This is what I'm trying to tell you. You can't base your self-worth off of what you look like on the outside or maybe what your bank account says. Right. Because if it be that way, uh, poor people would never think anything of themselves. Come on. Mm. You know, or, or based on your career or based on how many followers, you know, that would be frustrating if I had no followers. Because then I think, you know what? I'm not worth anything. Right. right. <laughs> I'm not worth nobody to follow. You know, that's important to understand. So our level up section, okay, now that we went through what the entanglement is, understanding what self-worth is not, right? Self-worth under the definition says it's a sense of one's own value as a human being. It has or it's related to the word self-esteem. In other words, it's called self-worth for a reason, mm. right? It's called self-worth for a reason. It comes from within you. It's inside you. Mm, oh, my Lord. Okay. Let me see. Demi said, we need to appreciate the way God has created us to be. Lesson learned with me. We have to also learn to love ourselves. Amen. That's 100% right. So it comes from within us. People will come and go, but the essence of who we are will remain deep inside us. Mm. Oh, my Lord. I want to repeat that. Come on. Because what happens is that we attach our self-worth to the relationship we're in. Mm. And when the man walks away or when the man is not in our life, we lost our self-esteem. We lost yes. our self-worth because he left. Mm. And our self-worth left with him. Oh, my God. Jesus. I feel the power of God just talking about that. Because you know what? One too many times, and Fanny was saying to you before, when we listen to... Um, your comments or your testimonies telling us how Level Up Girl has been helping you, we literally break down because we know what it feels to be on that side. Yes. We know how it feels to struggle with those emotions and, and with those, those things that make you stuck in those places. It's very hard for us to understand something that we did not go through. Mm. We can't say, you know what, we know exactly what you're talking about if we never went through nothing. But exactly what you guys are talking about is exactly what we've gone through. And that's why we're sitting on this side saying, you know what? Let's take each other by the hand. Let's hook up arms and let's walk through this thing together. Because if we were able to make it thus far, you're going to be able to do it too. That's right. yeah. And so if self-worth comes from within, it says here, people can come and go. But the essence of who you are will always remain deep inside. Nobody can walk away with your self-worth. Mm. That's but you got to recognize that it's inside. Unless you let them. If you attach your self-worth <laughs> to somebody else and they walk away with somebody else, mm. they just walked away with your self-worth. Yes. Oh, Lord Jesus. Oh, my God. So you uh, tonight I want to let you know that you are beautiful. You are limitless. There is no limit to what you can do and what God could do through you. You are wonderful. You are creative. You are strong. You are capable. And you are the daughter of a king. That's Amen. Mm -hmm. I need you to understand that tonight. You are the daughter of a king. Amen. That's good stuff right there, Pastor. That's good stuff. Um, it <laughs> It's important. This is why it's so important for you to, to know your worth. It's important because if, like you were saying, if we allow people that decide to leave our life to Dictate. go ahead and take, take that from you, then you're, really, you're missing out. You're not understanding the, the fullness of, of how God creator, created you That's specifically. Right. And so uh, today we definitely want to speak on this topic about um, your self-esteem and how to bring that back up for the simple fact that um, it is super important to, to know who you are. Mm -hmm. All the, even if, if, let's say, if you go broke, if that man or that woman walks out on you, mm -hmm. um, whatever decides to leave your life, you need to know that you are you and God still loves you the way that you are with or without those things. Amen. One of the things that I, that I like to say about that or at least uh, uh, add to that is that, you know, uh, there's something that, that people always say when they meet somebody. They're like, oh, that man, he completes me. Oh, my God. Mm. It's like you were, there was something missing in you. Right. And, and, and now that the man is in your life or the relationship, now you're whole. 
But the Bible says that we are whole before that man gets there. Mm. And so if you are constantly thinking to yourself that you are incomplete or that a man completes you, when that man walks away or that relationship doesn't result in anything, then now you're what? Half a person again? Mm. Now that 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 self-worth and that value doesn't exist anymore because that person is no longer with you. So we have to understand that if we understand that when people walk away, we're still a whole person. Mm. We are a whole woman. Come on. We don't need nobody else except for God to make us a whole woman. Amen. And when Come you on. understand that no matter who walks away, you're still a whole woman. Yes, yes, yes. <laughs> Come on. That's that's important to understand. So what happens when we see our worth? Our value through someone else's jaded view. Mm. Mm. That's 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 a that's a rough one. <laughs> what happens when we do see ourselves through somebody else's jaded view? Come on. Mm. Jesus. Give me a second. Oh Lord. Spot here oh Lord. Me. Oof. My God. That that is so deep. That is so deep. Because sometimes we do see ourselves through somebody else's opinion. Mm. Oh Lord Jesus. So why if you have a high worth do others treat you poorly? Mm -hmm. Many times it's projection. Oh my God. And what is projection? <laughs> I'm going to go ahead and read it for you. Projection is the process of displacing one's feelings onto a different person. The term is most commonly used to describe uh, defense projection. Attributing one's own unacceptable urges to another. Oh, Lord. The concept emerged from Sigmund Freud's work in the 1890s. Uh, Freud. I'm sorry. Mm -hmm. Sigmund uh, Freud. Freud. Um, unconscious discomfort can lead people to attribute difficult feelings or impulses to someone else's. I'm sorry. To someone else to avoid confronting them. Mm. Projection allows the difficult trait to be addressed without the individual fully recognizing it in themselves. Oh, Lord. For example, a married man who is attracted to a female co-worker might accuse her of flirting with him. Um, or a woman wrestling with the urge <clears throat> to steal might come to believe that her neighbors are trying to break into her home. So in reality, what projection, uh, uh, the definition of projection or what Fanny's talking about here is that somebody, uh, uh, one of the, the things that is said here is that uh, the term is mostly common used to describe a defensive projection, right? So attributing one's own unacceptable urge to another. In other words, whatever I don't like in myself, oh Lord Jesus, I'm going to look at you and I'm going to magnify that because that's what I hate about myself. Mm. Oh my Lord. <laughs> and here you are, right? Thinking that you're garbage, thinking that you're the worst thing since ever uh, because the man you were with or the situation you were with, uh, uh, in uh, dictated that you were the worst person in the whole wide world, that you were a cheat. And here you are the most faithful person on the universe. I don't know if you've ever been in a relationship like that. Oh. I, can <laughs> I can remember many relationships in my life Right where the person that I was with was like all over my phone, looking at my texts, looking at my uh, uh, my emails. And I'm like, what are you doing? You sure you ain't talking to nobody else? You sure? You, where were you yesterday? I called you and you didn't answer. And if we look at the definition of projection, the insecurities that that person holds, uh, um, the mentality that that person uh, 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 thinks about themselves is what they're projecting onto the person that they're with. In other words, uh, there's a lot of people here or that are gonna be watching on the replay that have uh, might have gone through a domestic violence uh, uh, relationship, right? Where the person is constantly saying, you're ugly or you're mm -hmm. fat or you're so dumb. How stupid can you be? How, you're so retarded, you know? And you start to analyze where all this stuff is coming from, of course, you're not analyzing it because you're you're receiving the blows. So you ain't analyzing because you're trying to you're trying to breathe from all the blows you're getting, mm. right? So because you're you're on the defensive side, right? You're not analyzing what's going on. You're not saying psychologically that is a word called projection. Mm. I'm not <laughs> what you're projecting on me. That's you, buddy. No, because you're receiving the blows and because you're trying to catch your breath and because you're saying, really, I'm stupid. Oh my God, you're right. Because when I was a little girl, my mom used to tell me I was stupid. So it might be just right. 
That's deep. Oh my lord, that's deep right there. I mm. think that um a lot of times I, I'm sure that a lot of us have gone through things like that or or have experienced something similar to what you're you're talking about and have not been able to identify it. How do you identify when somebody is is you know uh manipulating you in that way because mm -hmm. that's like a manipulative trait. That's right. Um and so this is some good stuff right here. Y'all need to write this down right now. Like write it down because um, you need to understand these traits. When anybody tries to come at you in this form, you're going to know how to identify it. And so you're going to need to know how to react to this, you know, and understand like, you know what? I'm not the problem. I know that I'm not mm -hmm, the problem. Mm -hmm. it, it's you. <laughs> you let, know? Me, let me tell you something. It's crazy because when you don't know, you just don't know. Yeah. Right. You just don't know. You're just, you know, unconscious to the situation. You're just aloof to, to what's going on. But when you know, right, you can see the devil coming a mile away. You'll be like, uh-uh, devil, not today, <laughs> Satan, not today. Yep. <laughs> not this week, not this month, and not this year. Because you would exactly know what his tactics are. Mm. So if you understand that you are complete with God, you are complete because he made you complete. Your self-worth doesn't come from somebody else. When they walk away, they're not going to walk away with your self-worth. They're not going to walk away with your value because your value belongs to you. Amen. And when you know that people are just projecting their ugliness, their jaded view, the uh, I think a couple of weeks ago we said, you know, that hurt people hurt people, but healed people heal people. It says, uh, let me see Just here. She said, verbal and emotional abuse is at times worse and stays with you more than physical abuse. Mm. That is 100% true. We're going to get to that in part two. Wait until you hear what we got for that because it is so true. Sometimes, listen, I'm not, I'm not saying that it's better to get slapped in the face, but sometimes it's better to get slapped in the face and, and heal from that pain yep. than to get a word that will slash your heart to the point that even 10, 15, 20 years later, you're still replaying that broken mm. record that the devil's reminding you that you're so stupid. Come on. And that's what happens to us because we get stuck on that. And the devil is banking that you're gonna get stuck on, on what he said you were. But we have to understand that that projection, right? We said hurt people hurt people. That person might've been hurt. That person might have been uh, jaded in the way that they grew up. Maybe somebody destroyed their uh, uh, self-esteem. And now they're not healthy individuals. This is why it's so important. And me and Fanny were talking about that before. That before you move into another relationship that you heal. Why is that yes. important? Yes, definitely. Because that person that you're in the relationship with didn't heal before they got into your relationship. Mm. Neither did you. So now you got two broken people trying to make it work. Carrying baggage. Come on, somebody. Ooh, I don't want no baggage. Oh, I'm I am I'm done with baggage. <laughs> I'm done with you, you. You're gonna have to put it into claims or something. Oh. I, I I don't want baggage. And you have to understand that you have to refuse to accept people's baggage. Yes. If you ain't open your ex, we ain't dating. That's right. You need a break. I think that you also need to mm. understand this for yourself. Like if you know that you are not healed exactly don't date just give yourself a break you you need to heal i can tell you i can testify to this uh after a six and a half year breakup i knew that i needed to heal i mm. knew it i i and although you know here and there came a few people trying to talk or whatever i would have conversations but i knew that i wasn't ready and so you know what i didn't allow myself to take any 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 further steps because i wanted to heal from all of the baggage that i had and it's funny because even through that alone time pastor i was able to realize that there was things that i was carrying from even my youth oh. that i needed to let go because i was carrying them and i was hurting people mm. based off of those things that i didn't really um ever like sat and thought about and and i realized i was like man you know I could have done better in this area, right? you know, and that would have probably made things a little better. But I also didn't stay in that place where I was uh, throwing myself a pity party. Mm -hmm. I wanted to heal. Mm -hmm. And so for all of you who may be in that place, if you 
just got done in a relationship or are just single and know that you still, you know, have some things that you, you need the Lord to work on, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. stay by yourself for a little while. Let me tell you, uh, the word projection, it goes deeper. I would definitely uh, uh, motivate you to go and do a little bit of research on uh, what psychologically projection is. There is a part of projection where you project even from uh, your upbringing. Mm -hmm. There is uh, this displaced projection of how I feel about my mother might be the way that I act towards my daughter. Oh, my Lord. Or or maybe the way I feel about my father and, and how his shortcomings and the things that maybe that he did to me or even maybe in uh, in other people's lives that maybe their father were, were abusive or stuff. That's the way you're going to act towards your husband because you have not healed those areas. Mm -hmm. And that projection, if you really go ahead and, and research the word projection on how deep it goes and how many different projections we can carry out in our relationship, you will understand that not only are they projecting on you, but you're projecting on somebody yes. else. Oh, my God. That's good. And it's so important because if you want to have a, a, a healthy relationship, if you want to be a healthy human being, that we, can, we can't hurt other people either, right? Because mm -hmm. we can't always point the finger at others. Come on. They did that to me. They did that to me. At some point, we got to take responsibility within ourselves and say, you know what? I messed up a couple of people too, yep. you know? Yep. There's some people still hung up on me because, yep. I, man, I really made it difficult mm -hmm. because I hadn't healed. And I just, you know, I was on a rebound, you know? Yeah. Girls. Don't be playing yourself. You know about those rebound relationships. You know what we're talking about. You know what we're talking about. Don't, don't play yourself. So we have to understand that, you know, just like we don't want to be played and we don't want others to project their ugliness on us, we don't want to project our ugliness on somebody else. Right. We don't want to reproduce that ugliness in nobody else. And that's very important. Mm, amen. Mm. So let's go ahead and move on because we got to. We, we got, got, we got a little bit. Up. Yeah. Um, so the, the next thing we're going to be jumping into is who determines your value? Mm. Well, part of the definition of self-worth was value, right? Mm -hmm. So who determines your value? And, and so we kind of pulled the little story that I want to read to you because this is so good. And I know the girls are feeling it because you know what? This is, this is deep. We all go through this and you know, it doesn't matter your title. It doesn't mm -hmm. matter, it matter your circumstance. It doesn't even matter, you know, how much money you got in your bank. We all go through this. And it's important for us to understand that, you know what? Well, we got to have each other's back. We got to call each other's bluff. We got to call each other's wrongs and say, you know what, sis, you're going to have to straighten up that crown. <laughs> you're going to have to straighten it up because you That's know right. why you, you're walking a little crooked, mm -hmm. you know? So listen, who determines your value? This story says this. A father, before he died, said to his son, this is the watch your grandfather gave me, and this is more than 200 years old. Before I give it to you, go to the watch shop on the, on the first street and tell him I want to sell it and ask him how much they offer. The son went, and after several minutes, he came back to his father and said, the watchmaker offer, offers to pay $5 because it's old and it has a lot of scratches. He then asked him to go to the coffee shop. The son went, and after an hour or so, he came back and said, the coffee shop owner offers $5, father. Go to the museum and show the watch. He went ahead and then came back happily. They offered me a million dollars for this piece. The father said, I wanted to let you know that the right place values your value in a, in a way right. Don't put yourself in the wrong place and get angry if you get treated like trash. Those who know your value are the ones who appreciate you. Don't ever stay in a place that doesn't suit you. Know your worth. My God. Let me tell you, when I read that and, I, and you can look, I got goosebumps <laughs> all over. Because let me tell you this. For such a long time, I can remember that I thought I was garbage. Okay, because from a young age of three months old, my mom left me in the Dominican Republic because she needed to come here and give us a better uh, uh, future. So she came to this country and she couldn't go back. I stayed with my grandmother. And to make a long story short, I got molested when I was three months, uh, uh, three years old, excuse me, three years old. 
And then my mom came to, to get me. She did papers and she went to go get me when I was six, uh, almost six years old, five and a half. By that time, I was already hurt, right? By that time, I had gone through hell. By that time, I knew what it was to be abandoned. By that time, I, I knew what it was to be rejected. By that time, I knew what it was to be molested. What uh, uh, the jaded way of love was. Let me tell you, when I came here to the United States, I was the most miserable person on the, on the face of the earth. Every single day of my life, I wanted to die. I lived with depression all of my teenage years. Uh, so much that I even uh, um, had uh, an encounter with alcohol. I would drink straight up alcohol to numb the pain in my soul to the point that I, I, I needed an intervention. I, I thought of, of death every single day of my life. I did not want to live because I didn't feel loved, because I felt abandoned, because I felt rejected. And let me tell you something. In my relationships, I never sought the best relationships because I said I don't deserve the best relationships. I'm, I'm, I'm really not worth it. Jesus. I wasn't worth it to because at that time, that's what I thought my mom abandoned me. I, I, as a little girl, I couldn't understand she was looking for a better tomorrow. As a little girl, I couldn't understand she was doing it for, for uh, our betterment. I was just looking at my suffering. I was just looking at my shortcomings. I was looking at what happened to me, and I was looking at my worth through what happened to me. Mm. And today, I come to wake some girls up. I come to wake up some ladies that are looking at their self-worth through what happened to them. You are not what happened to you. Come on. You are not the, the rejection that people gave you. You are not the abandonment that you were handed. You are the daughter of a king. And your value does not come from those things. It comes from God himself. It comes from within you. It comes from what God has deposited in you. And that's something for us to understand in our life because sometimes we don't understand that. And we have to understand today, today, no more, today. I'm not, I'm not going to ask you tomorrow. Today, you're going to understand that you're not your childhood trauma. You're not those people that look down on you and, and oppressed you. You're not, you're not those people that hurt you. You're not those people that spoke ill about you. Come on. I mean, I don't know if you can remember a time that you felt that your self-worth was attached to something that happened to you. I, I remember, um, I think, the first or the second episode where we spoke. And I mentioned that one thing that I've, I've struggled with has been self-esteem. And so this, what we're speaking on today is connected. Is, yeah. is, hits me deep because, mm. you know, um, yeah, I have been able to, to level up to, to some point, but I feel that, um, we all still struggle with certain things. Right. That's right. And so, um, it's important. It's important to know your, your self-worth and to remind yourself what is it that, that the Lord, you know, s said about you. Um, I remember being in, and I always go back to the relationship because I was there since I was young. Mm -hmm. And, you know, that's kind of like the only reference that I can kind of uh, use. But um, I used to get cheated on all the time. I used to get cheated on all the time and I thought that there was something wrong with me. Mm. I thought that, oh, maybe I'm I'm not too pretty. Maybe I'm too fat or maybe I'm too skinny. Maybe, you know, I would look at all these things. And so um, based off of that uh, projection mm -hmm. of somebody mm -hmm. else's, you know, view and how they made me feel, I my self-esteem was just lower and lower mm -hmm. each time having to deal with it. Wow. And so um, I just was at that place where I was kind of feeling defeated. Wow. Um, and I don't know if anybody else has, you know, been in that place. I know that I see some ladies saying that they have similar, um, testimonies or, or have had similar situations like you have had. Um, but yeah, we just have to remind ourselves, uh, you are, you are wonderfully and beautifully made. That's like right. this is what the Lord says that you That's are. Right. And so That's we have right. to look at the, at least, <clears throat> I don't know if we have people that, you know, serve the Lord here. I'm sure that we have many, but for those that maybe don't serve the Lord, um, the way that I, I can, uh, um, renew my mind is by mirroring myself with the word of God. Oh Lord. Right. That's, I, that's the mirror that you have to look at yourself mm. through to determine your, your worth. 
Um, and when whenever you get to that point where you're using that mirror rather than the one that oh, you look at yourself on. at, then you'll come know on. what your worth is. You'll come understand. On. And any time that you have to That's deal, good. every time that you deal with people that may be trying to put you down or situations or even your mind, because your mind is powerful. Mm. And sometimes it'll take you back to that place. And mm -hmm, you're like, you mm -hmm. know what? No, That's uh -uh. Right. I, we ain't playing today. <laughs> Give me the word of God. This is what God says about me. That's right. And so That's right. you have to uh, you have to look at that mirror every day. I love that. I love that. that. I, I love that contrast between looking at the mirror of the projection somebody else is giving you or measuring yourself up to the word. The word right. is always there to edify you and to build you up. Those projections, negative projections are there to tear you down. So it's your mm. choice. Today, we're talking about the intimate self-worth, but we're also uh, uh, trying to help you level up. What are you gonna choose? Are you gonna choose to, to look at the projection of the word or the projection of the jaded person that's yes. been putting you down or the situation or maybe the mindset that has kept you captive yes. for way too long? And that's where we're going to go into now. We're going into the word. That is the next segment. And we are in uh, 2 Samuel chapter 9. That's 2 Samuel. That's the Old Testament. 2 Samuel chapter 9. I'm going to give you a good little tip. It's right after 1 Samuel. I know. Thank you very much. You're welcome. <laughs> yes. 2 Samuel is after 1 Samuel chapter 9. Amen. So 2 Samuel 9. And we're going to be reading uh from let me see here one through eight i'm gonna be reading one through eight so if one of the girls there can write it down so those that are uh maybe uh uh not quick enough to look up the word they can write it down it's second samuel nine one through what did i say one through eight i have somebody here says uh stepfather physically abused uh, my mother in front of us constantly leaving her hospitalized at times and verbally abused my brother and I uh, I was 18 years old yeah those things let me tell you man you can carry those things for years those things can be carried for years and this is why it's so important to understand that you cannot you cannot attach your self-worth to the things that have happened to you because then it's gonna make you feel less than you got to understand that your source of value and self-worth come from God and God alone. Amen. So let's go into the word 2 Samuel 9, 1 through 8. Thank you, Terry. Thank you, Evelyn. Thank you, girls, for writing it down. All right. And um, we'll start. Verse 9, it says, David asked, is there anyone still left of the house of Saul to whom I can show kindness for Jonathan's sake? Now there was a servant of Saul's household named Ziba. They summoned him to appear before David, and the king said to him, Are you Ziba or Ziba? Ziba. At your service, he replied. The king asked, Is there no one still alive from the house of Saul to whom I can show kindness? Ziba answered the king, There is still a son of Jonathan. He is lame in both feet. Where is he? The king asked. Ziba answered, He is at the house of Makir, Makir son of Amiel. Amiel in Lodabar. So King David had him brought from Lodabar, from the house of Machir, son of Amiel. When Mephibosheth, mm -hmm. son of Jonathan, the son of Saul, came to David, he bowed down to pay him honor. David said, Mephibosheth, oh, mm -hmm. that's a tongue. Yes, Mephibosheth. At your service, he replied. Don't be afraid, David said to him. For I will surely show you kindness for the sake of your father, Jonathan. I will restore to you all the land that belonged to your grandfather, Saul. And you will always eat at my table. Mephibosheth bowed down and said, What is your servant that you should notice a dead dog like me? Mm. Ladies, this is going to get good. It's going to go quick because we are past our time. But let me tell you, before we continue, please make sure you share so that you can be included. We're going to be picking two winners tonight. Uh, some of the ladies have already uh, received their earrings, um, and we're going to be giving out two more pairs of earrings tonight. So go ahead and hit the share if you haven't shared this live, episode four of Level Up Girl. Go ahead and hit that share button. But we're going to go through this. Like we said in the beginning, Fanny said we're going to do a two-part uh, episode because this is so deep and it's so much. So this little bit uh, that we're going to be talking about Today, we're going to be finishing up next week, and we're going to enter into the same one, part two. 
All righty. So we had just read about this boy uh, or man by the name of Mephibosheth. Um, now the story goes this way. Mephibosheth, when he was five years old, just like many of us, and we've already shared some of our stories. I'm sure everyone here has a story of something that happened to them as they were growing. When he was five years old, uh, the lady that was supposed to take care of him, right? Uh, she was carrying him when she got the news that Saul, the grandfather of this boy, and Jonathan, the father of this boy, were killed in battle. She got so scared because they knew that they were coming for them. I don't know about you, but sometimes we run when we when we know that somebody's coming for us, right? And all of a sudden, this woman that was supposed to take care of this boy ran with him on her arms and dropped him. The Bible says that when she was running, she dropped him. Because of the drop, he became paralyzed. He became a cripple. Oh, my Lord. So am I going to ask you tonight? Because it's happened to a lot of us. Who that was supposed to carry you? Who that was supposed to take care of you? Who that was supposed to be watching you? That was supposed to be your protect, uh, protector dropped you when they were supposed to be watching out for you? Mm, Who let you down? Because many of us are paralyzed in a place mm. because somebody let us down because somebody dropped us. And Mephibosheth was not different. Mephibosheth was dropped by the woman that was taking care of him. And he became crippled. He didn't ask for it. He didn't ask for mm. it. He didn't ask for it. See, because there's, there's two ways that you become crippled. Because of your own consequences Jesus. or because of somebody else. And many times it's so hard for ourselves to understand when somebody else drops us because it wasn't our fault. I was not asked to be left behind. I was not asked for those things to happen to me while I was over there in Dominican Republic. I didn't ask for that to happen, but it happened to me. I was dropped. Mm. And I was stuck in a place. I was paralyzed. Right? What does paralysis mean? Paralysis means no, no mobility. It means that I'm stuck because I'm paralyzed. There's no, there's no walking. There's mm -hmm. no mobilization. That's what paralysis is. I'm stagnant. I'm stuck. And he was in a place by the name of Lodabar. When they ran, they ran into a place of hiding. The place was called Lodabar. Lodabar uh, means uh, a place of no pasture. Right? There's nothing green. Nothing grows in Lodabar. It it, 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 this is the funniest thing is that the word itself gives a description of how nasty the place was. Jesus. The word Lodabar specifically means a place of no pasture. There is nothing green. There's nothing that's growing. It says here a barren place, a place of no word, no communication, a place of no vision, no hope, a place of rejection, a place of devastation. A place, uh, like we said, nothing grows. A dry place, a place where you're just stuck. Mm. Oh, my Lord. Mephibosheth, dropped by somebody else that was supposed to protect them, runs, uh, they run with him, and they take him to a place where nothing grows. Jesus. So now he paralyzed, and he's stuck. Mm. In a place with no communication, no way of getting out, nowhere to grow, nowhere to produce fruit because it was barren. Oh my God, I feel this in my spirit. I don't know who's listening, but there is somebody that's about to get free of that stagnation that you've been living, of that paralysis that somebody caused you, of that uh, a stagnation that that situation called for. And now you've been stuck in a place called Lodabar where nothing grows, where you're barren and you can't even give birth to no fruit because you don't have life in you. Oh my Lord Jesus. Mm. You see, because people want to judge you. They want to judge you and they don't know what that divorce did to you. Huh. Oh, my Lord. See, people want to judge us, but they don't know what growing up with a drug addict, depressed mama did to us. Come on. You see, people want to judge us, but they don't know what it is to survive being raped and being molested. Mm. You see, people want to judge us, but they don't know that we had an abortion and maybe we can't forgive ourselves. Till this day, we're still thinking and hammer, hammering ourselves about the decision that we did Come to on. end the pregnancy. Mm. See, people want to judge us, but they don't know what paralyzed us and how bad we are hurt and how stuck we are. 
You see, someone else would have been addicted to drugs. Mm -hmm. And this is what you don't understand because you're still standing. Somebody else would have been in an insane asylum. Somebody else would have already committed suicide. Somebody else would have given up. You know what? Yeah, sometimes you're going to have to take a longer bath and cry a little longer. But you know what? You haven't given up. Come you're on. still standing. You're still there. You're still fighting the good fight. You're a warrior of God. Yes. You haven't given up. Yeah, you might cry a little longer. Yeah, you might have to stay in one day when you can't wear the mask of, you know what? I'm a warrior. Right? Because sometimes we just got to, you, you got to stay in. Mm. There was times that, that I always wore that mask. My God, you're such a happy person. You're the happiest person I've ever met. And I'm like, that's right, girl. You know, I got, I got it together. Mm. And inside I was dying. Inside I was depressed and anxious. I lived with anxiety. The days that I could not wear that mask, I would not go out. Because I didn't feel like faking the funk. And many of us do that. We go out and we take this, this mask. And I'm not talking about the coronavirus mask. Some of us have been wearing masks way before the coronavirus mm. because it just makes us feel better because we don't got to deal with the real raw emotions that we're holding inside. Come on. My Lord. That's some deep stuff. You know, there's areas in our life that we've all been dropped. There's areas in our life that we've all been dropped. You're not the only one. You're not the first and you're not the last. And I think what we think we're isolated and it's just us. The world is against us. We, we, we grab this victimization spirit mm. and we want to get stuck there. Oh, okay. You know, my mom just left me in DR, man. I really, I, you know, I didn't have, I didn't grow up like you. Yep. I didn't have the upbringing you did. You know what? English, it's not my first language. Mm. You know, it's, it's mm. super, it's important to, to get out of having that mentality, that victim mentality, because you know what you, that victim mentality is literally you being in, in, in your low loader bar mm -hmm. in your loader bar. You're mm -hmm. in your own loader bar and there's nothing growing in your life. Mm -hmm. You see people advancing and you feel like you're still stuck. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. You know, you see people getting married and you're still dealing with the same type of men hopping from different relationship to different relationship. Mm -hmm. And you see the same cycles that need to be broken. My Lord. Lord. That's that's being in Lodabar, mm -hmm. right? And you keep having these sorry mentalities and playing these pity parties for yourself mm -hmm. when you need to break that and declare over yourself right. that you're no longer going to be in that crippling place. That's right. Because you know what? A lot of times when you have that victim mentality, you don't you don't you won't get out of there. That's, that's right. all you know. And so every time you you're talking to people, that's the that's the card that you you keep playing. Because you keep justifying mm. it. Yeah, mm. yeah, yeah. Hmm. And until, until you say, you know what, I'm tired of being tired. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. You're not going to, you're not going to get out of that place. That's right. Oh my God. That's right. And you know, uh, yeah, you've been dropped, but guess what? We got news for you tonight. We got news for you because in the verse that we just read, it says that David asked Ziba to call this man, mm. Mephibosheth, go get him for me because he was about to give him restitution. He was about to give him back what he uh, uh, owned originally or what belonged mm. to him by rightful ownership. Oh, my oh Lord God, Jesus. Uh, well, what is that verse? Verse five. It says, uh, but it says David sends for him. Mm -hmm. And verse seven. Don't be afraid, David said to him, for I will surely show you kindness for the sake of your father, Jonathan. Mm. I will restore to you all the land that belonged to your grandfather, Saul, and you will always eat at my table. In other words, it already belonged to him. It's just that he wasn't living the life. Oh, my God, because he was stuck in a place. He was paralyzed in a place where nothing grew, mm. where there was no communication. He was out of it. My God. Listen, do you know what paralysis means? Mm -hmm. That the, the communication from the brain is not getting to the rest of the body. Jesus. So he was in a place called Lodabar, and he was paralyzed. In other words, the place, look at that. Lodabar is a place of no communication, mm. no word. But and he was paralyzed, which is the same definition. Oh, my God. He, it was a double whammy. But the king still came through. The message the, still came the through. The message still came through because it doesn't wow. matter where you at. Come on. Mm, it doesn't matter where you at. The message is going to get to you where you are. 
He's gonna meet you where you are. My God, you know what? That speaks about the character of God. Mm. That just speaks about the character of our King. That it doesn't matter how low you may think you are. You may feel like you're in a place of where there is no communication, where nothing is growing, but the King still is pursuing you. Mm -hmm. He wants to pursue you, and that is the God that we serve. That's right. He wants to go after those people that are broken and that are uh, feel worthless and That's feel right. like they don't qualify. The King called him, called mm -hmm. for him. And mm -hmm. so that's mm -hmm. what our King wants to do with you today. That is exactly what he wants to do. I don't know if you felt the Lord calling you. I don't know if you've felt it in your spirit. I don't know if you're crying at night, like pastor said in the shower, sometimes having to cry a little longer, mm -hmm. but we want you to know that the King is here to pursue you tonight. Mm. Amen. Is that your worth? Your worth has nothing to do with your paralysis. Come on. He said, I'm going to restore what already belonged to you. Mm. In other words, you might be paralyzed. You might have been in a place where you can't move in a place that nothing grows, but there's something that belongs to you. Mm. And just like Fanny's saying, there's something that belongs to you. That's yes. why God is calling you. There's something that he wants to give you. There's something yes. that belongs rightfully to you. And so your self-worth doesn't come from that paralysis, doesn't come from that place where you're stuck. Mm. Your value, right, doesn't come from the things that happen to you. There is, there is something that belongs to you by birthright, mm. right? There is something in your bloodline. There's something that's flowing through your veins, yes. right? And that's where your self-worth comes from, what's flowing through your veins, right? Oh, my Lord Jesus. You see, you have been seeing yourself through the eyes of those that oppressed you through the eyes of what happened to you, but you are, your real value, your, your worth runs through your veins. You have blue blood. Mm, and I love, I loved it when God told me that you have blue blood. What do you mean, pastor? You got blue blood. <laughs> you got royalty in your yes. blood. Come this man on. was paralyzed. He was abandoned in a place where nobody wanted to go, Jesus. but he had blue blood. He had royalty in his blood. And there was something that was only for him and nobody else can have. Yes. And that's why the king asked for him to come. He said, listen, this doesn't belong to nobody else. Mm -hmm. I, I know you ain't living the life, but you could be if you wanted to. Because yep. since all this <laughs> kingdom belongs to you by birthright. Jesus. I know you look paralyzed and I know you don't believe in yourself. I know you lost all sense of who you are in the battle, in the paralysis, in Lodabar. But today we come to tell you here in Level Up Girl that you have blue blood. Amen. You have royalty in your blood. You are the daughter of a king. Yes. You are a princess. Amen. You are a princess. So we're going to finish off with some affirmations because yes. we ran over. Right now, uh, open up your mouth and declare with me right now as I uh, uh, declare. declare. I declare that I'm not what I've been through. Come on, come girl. on. Declare that over your life. I right am now. not what I've been through. Declare that I'm not. I declare that I'm not staying in that crippled place any longer. Come on. We get up out of Lodabar today. In the name of Jesus. In Jesus name. Mm. My God. I declare that I'm worth sitting at the table. Mm. He, the king is calling for you tonight, girl. He is calling for you tonight. It, yes. is, it is your turn to to go. Mm. Go sit at the table mm. because it is rightfully yours. That's right. Man, it's rightfully right. yours. I declare that I am the daughter of a king. That's right. My God. I declare that I am royalty. Yes. Yes. We declare that we are royalty. Girls, it has been a pleasure to yes. be with you on episode four. For those watching live and those going to be watching on the replay, make sure that you share this with somebody. Part two is coming next week. And that section is called Crippled at the Palace. Mm. We are out of the situation, but we are still crippled, haunted by the thoughts, called to a beautiful place, but we still feel broken. Mm. Mm. That's going to be next That's week. Gonna it's going to be good. So don't you miss <laughs> out. Make sure you talk to one of your uh, friends, people that you work with, your neighbors, as long as they're girls, we can have some girl talk. So go ahead and share this with somebody. Uh, even if it's throughout the week, we are, are uh, live on all of the uh, platforms where you listen. Listen, if sometimes if you want to go through this again and listen to it again, and you want to pop it in your ear while you're working, we are in all of those platforms that you listen to your podcast. You don't need to be watching us. You can just be listening and let the word get to your heart. Let those those things change you. Amen. Amen. So we're going to uh, um, call out two people here. 
tonight for the uh, uh, earrings. Praise the Lord. Anybody that shared, we have a couple of people that shared. Anybody from Facebook that has shared, go ahead and call somebody out. And then you'll send us an information. We will send you out the little gift. Amen. So two people. Um, we can go with uh, Jennifer Radcliffe. I don't know if I said that correctly. Okay, yes, Jennifer Radcliffe. Uh, Jennifer, if you're still watching, go ahead and send us uh, your information in our inbox so that we can send you over uh, that little gift. Okay, uh -huh. mm, I can't see. Let me do um evelyn lopez okay so we have evelyn lopez go ahead and send us your information evelyn lopez and miss radcliffe if you are still watching go ahead and send us your information so that we can send you that little gift the ladies that have uh the t-shirts we have not forgotten about you we placed the order so uh it should be coming soon as soon as we get it we will be shipping that to you also those that are interested in t-shirts like we said, we order them. Uh, you can pre-order. Send us an information. Let us know that you want one. We will reserve one for you. The um, T-shirts are limited. They are limited. So make sure that you get yours and let us know because they're going fast. We have a lot of pre-orders already. Um, they're beautiful. I mean, they're great uh, uh, material. Mm -hmm. I know you're going to love it. We're also going to have other little uh, things like cups and, and uh, um, water bottles and mm -hmm. stuff like that. But we will let you know as soon as that happens. Please share this, guys. We love you so much. God bless you. Thank you so much for Thank watching you, your show, our show, Level Up Girl. Wow, what a powerful message that was. Be sure to share this podcast with your friends and family as we release new episodes every week. And don't forget, it's time to level up, girl. 